You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Podcast wherever you get your pods. We are back on a Monday, and that means it's time for another Mailbag Monday. I'm Brian Seltzer. I'm Lauren Rosen. And if you were following along in 76ers World on Sunday night, you knew that at around 7 o'clock there was supposed to be a game. (laughs) Well, 90 minutes before that, we learned there was not going to be a Sixers game. Their matchup on the road, second night of a back-to-back against Oklahoma City, was postponed as a result of precautionary measures surrounding a positive test. That resulted from the 76ers game against Memphis on Saturday, a very tight, close game. The Sixers came up two points short. What did you end up doing with the free Sunday night, Lauren? Um, I had a family virtual birthday situation, so... I was going to be balancing that with the game anyway, and I guess it was kind of nice that I got to just focus on one thing instead of having split attention. It was meant to be a Rosen family gathering, virtual style, uninterrupted. Indeed. Great. Excellent. Well, we just try to make use of our our free nights when we can. I, uh, I ordered some Chinese with the wife. Kids went down to bed at a reasonable hour, and we watched the first two episodes of Your Honor, on Showtime. Not sure if you've heard of it. Brian Cranston, new show. I've heard it's excellent, actually. Someone just told me about that show yesterday, so I might have to check it out. I was glued. I was fixed to it. I had to cut myself off after two episodes because it was getting late. My wife fell asleep after the first one, but she even still liked it. She watched one and then fell asleep, so usually her quota for an episode on a night watch is like one. So we got one out of her, and then she fell asleep for episode two, and now I'm going to have to go back and rewatch episode two with her. But it's good. I like it so Love far. Love that. Love that for you guys. I'm glad you got to have a non-basketball evening as a couple. We'll take him when we can get him. You know, the little things. Um, because there have been, of course, a lot of basketball evenings. It was trending at one point last week, Lauren, that I thought we were going to have a semi-regular Mailbag Monday. We haven't had a lot of them yet, but we're shooting to have as many regular normal ones as we possibly can, and I thought we were going to have a normal one, but then of course Sunday night's game was postponed. Um, So last we left off with the Sixers, a tough defeat against the Memphis Grizzlies on Saturday by two points. A game they could have won, yeah. A game they should have won, probably not. So I was trying to think of how can we theme the mailbag this week to try and sing sunshine, unicorns, and rainbows. I don't think we have to force it too much because Shake Milton has been friggin' awesome. He has been just phenomenal. 
Um, perhaps the best sixth man in the league right now, continuing towards a potential award at the end of the season. I've heard buzz for, I'm curious what you think about this. I've heard buzz for Shake Milton most improved player, but I would argue that this improvement started last season. So if you're just noticing it now, welcome. (laughs) But I would say sixth man of the year type situation feels a little bit more, uh, on the nose for Mr. Milton, but it's cool to even have his name being brought up in discussions like these. I mean, if we had said a year ago that he was going to be considered for these types of awards, you would know that he was going to have quite a year, and he has. I don't think the two need to be mutually exclusive. I think that you can have a most improved Shake Milton and a best sixth man Shake Milton. All about it. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of people on this team that are going to be candidates for awards. Yes. So. Very cool. We talked about that, yeah, on our Friday deep dive with Devon last week, which I enjoyed. We'll have another one coming up this week. We talked about Joel Embiid, MVP possibilities, Tyrese Maxey in the conversation for some of the highest rookie honors. We always know Ben Simmons is going to be a perennial all-league defensive candidate. So I agree with you. I think the 76ers, about a month in, individually, guys are shining and standing out. I would add Tobias Harris, potential all-star Mm-hmm. I would say that mm-hmm. when the coach of the year, executive of the year conversation begins, we should have a couple people in the conversation there if things continue the way that they have been. I mean, obviously, they've counted more losses than they've wanted to in the last few or let's say week and a half. But all the losses have been undermanned, right? When the when the core group is together, they haven't lost yet. So I am curious to see once they can all get back together again, however long that might take how good they will continue to look and and how they will grow. Because if you remember Celts before guys had to go out with health and safety protocols before Joel has had to deal with his irritation, let's say, because it feels like the, the injury isn't as serious. The, the folks that, that make those decisions don't want us to look at this injury as something super serious. So let's call it an irritation, but those guys were all saying they, they think they can get better. And then we lost a lot of people for a couple weeks so I'm excited to see how they sort of capitalize on, on what they were saying prior to becoming as shorthanded as they've been. That was a ramble. I apologize. But I think you, you know where I'm going. Ramble, perhaps, but well-articulated points and valid points as well. I think so much excitement surrounding this team in recent days has had to do with the continued emergence of Shake Milton. Like you said, Lauren, for people who have been in the know with the Sixers, shouldn't be surprising to see Shake continue to do great things. We saw it emerge around this time last year, and whether it was during the hiatus, coming back in training camp after missing a week due to health and safety protocols, our guy has not missed a beat. So this is going to be a Milton Mailbag Monday. Let us dip in. You have one new message. We're going to start with someone who's becoming a good friend of ours in terms of submissions through the gram, Nicole.France. She's chimed in a couple times, and I wanted to start off with this prompt from her. I see how consistent Shake's been, even after sitting out due to health and safety protocols. I threw up on my Instagram, which is at Seltzer Sixer Snaps, what's impressed you the most about Shake. And Nicole talking about how consistent he's been. And yes, the man has come out and he has scored 59 points <laughs> in his first two games back from a week's absence. Pretty damn good. I thought it was funny after the first game back when Tobias Harris, Shake Milton, Matisse Thibel came back from their week away. Tobias said after the game, I need to know where Shake has been staying because he must have some sort of great gym setup because he really came out firing. I mean, the first game back to set 
a season high, he obviously didn't miss a beat. And it is interesting that that could potentially be a little bit of a silver lining when these guys have to take time away that is precautionary, not because of, of an illness, um, that they can at least get fresh legs under them. Because totally. we talked about that with all three of the guys that came back. They all looked pretty fresh, pretty spry out there, um, which is a rare sight when the season is as condensed as it is this year. Couldn't agree with you more. That's something that I've been thinking of more and more in the back of my mind is just especially when it comes to shake. Like, yeah, the guy looks fresh, and maybe this time um, where he just, even though it was a few weeks into the season, had an opportunity to reset, recharge, might have done him some good because he's come out and he has played fantastic. I mean, just looking at some of his numbers over the last two games, he's combined to shoot 21 of 33 from the field, and he's 5 for 9 from outside the arc, 12 of 13 from the free throw line, and 11 assists. I think he's just had a really well-rounded two games for the Sixers, talking about Miami and then at Memphis. And that's even considering in the first half of the Memphis game, he's, he had a bit of a slower start. And Doc Rivers said it looked like he was trying to get his teammates involved, um, but that Doc would prefer that when he's hot, he stays hot, keeps going, keeps shooting, keeps commanding attention and, and commanding touches. And as soon as he did that in the second half, obviously he exploded. So interesting to hear that Doc wants him to be even more aggressive than he has been because it feels like it feels like Shake is, is still developing, right? Like this isn't peak Shake Milton yet. And, and that's really exciting. Thank you, Nicole Franz on Instagram for leading us off on this week's mailbag. You have one new message. Next up, we're going to Glubin Flubin, also through IGS, saying, Shake Milton, what impresses you the most about him? And Glubin Flubin says his physicality and ability to now finish through contact compared to last year is amazing. I concur. I think for me, this has been one of the things I've enjoyed watching the most about Shake this season is the man lowers the head down, steamrolls through traffic, gets the rim, finishing, and we're seeing the rewards of that. Of course, he's scoring, but he's also getting to the line more, which I think bodes great for him and great for the Sixers. Yeah, he's not scared of anybody, and he'll tell you that. He feels like he can match up with anybody in this league. He has no problem going for it against top defenders, and and that comment makes me think of when Shake told us in his preseason interview that he had gained a bunch of weight and we sort of said okay like maybe he has it was kind of hard to tell we hadn't seen him play yet but it sounded like maybe he was I don't know overselling the weight that he had gained but I see it Seltz I think he looks like he has built up a lot of muscle and, and he's able to drive through traffic that way because his body can can absorb that type of impact now. So props to him for like really making the most of a condensed off season. We talk about the season being condensed, but they didn't have that much time away. So for him to build muscle and, and to change his body in that time that they had is really impressive to me. It's funny to that end. I was looking through Giphy to post a GIF of shake the other day. And I was trying to see if there was anything current from our gift station that we had for our media days this year. Um, there was not. But uh, my point to all this is that I could tell that there was not because I was seeing some of the gifts from previous seasons. And I'm like, that looks like a young shake. Shake today looks like an older, more physically mature, chiseled shake, tough shake. Well, and that's a conversation that we keep having with with. A few of these guys, Shake Milton, all of a sudden, not a youngster on this team. Same with a Ben Simmons, with a Joel Embiid, even a Matisse Thibel. Like these guys are are young-ish, especially Shake Matisse. But they're not like these young gangly kids anymore. Like these guys are 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 making moves and, and taking steps in a in a cool direction. I agree. Shake is playing like an adult 
Shake is not a surprise. He's not some uh, standout kid that's coming in that no one's heard of. Like, he is an adult and an established player in this league now, and I think that's really cool considering the story and the path that he took. Glubin Flubin, thank you very much. To the voicemail line we go. You have one new message. After tonight's game was canceled, I was mostly disappointed in just being, not being able to see Shake Milton play. It is a pleasure watching him play. So smooth, and you just root for a guy like that. I am with you, Adam. I, too, was bummed that Sunday's game was postponed. I mean, I did enjoy being able to spend some time and eat Chinese and watch Your Honor with my wife. But I was looking to see how Shake Milton backed up yet another great game on Saturday in trying to lead the 76ers to what was hopefully a rebound and a win after the road trip got off to a little bit of a bumpy start. Um, He is really smooth. That's one of the things I thought... Adam hit the nail on, and he said it's easy to root for a guy like that. And Shake's story is a terrific one. I mean, on the surface, right, 54th pick three years ago, got it. That's a great story to see someone doing what he's doing. But the fact that he was injured his third year in college probably knocked him out of the first round, and the Sixers were still able to get him, and he's fought through injuries and being in and out of the lineup with the Sixers, especially through his first two years, really the the first year and a half, And here he is. He's been a great success story, and we know how hard the guy has put in the work behind the scenes. Well, he spent time, plenty of time in the G League. Those first two years were more G League than NBA, and then when he spent time more so with the Sixers last season, it took a long time for him to get an opportunity to even play. And so we have to keep in mind the way that Shake Milton stayed ready and prepared himself without getting legitimate NBA minutes, and then all of a sudden was just totally ready, like you said, about a year ago when Ben Simmons was out. Shake came in and, and he was completely ready. It didn't take him any time to ramp up to the competition. It didn't take him any time to adjust to NBA play versus G League play. So the amount of work that he must have been putting in behind the scenes can't be understated. He really came into a league that he maybe wasn't prepared for at the beginning and all of a sudden looked entirely prepared for. So this is a guy that really puts in work and I think it, it bodes well for the future that if he's going to continue to work at this rate. Sky's kind of the limit for our guy Shake. Keep going back to some of the insights about Shake that his mom, Lisa, gave us during the offseason. We did a Mother's Day feature on a couple of players and their moms, and we had the chance, Lauren and I did, to speak with Lisa Milton, just giving us insights into the, the shaping of Shake. It might be worth a reshare at some point soon. I think it might be timely. Get it back out there. Let people uh, dive into some of Shake's backstory. But, yeah, I mean, like, Hey, he uh, not only uh, was committed to basketball because his dad played, but then when his dad passed away, he had to take on a lot of ownership, uh, helping out his mom with the family, all that stuff. Um, he is uh, he is a determined, focused dude. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, and just an elite human. I really enjoy Shake. He's very kind. He's very um, a little soft-spoken. Um, and, and talking to his mom and seeing where he came from really was special. I agree with you. Maybe time for a reshare. Um, of the conversation that we got to have with his mom, who was, by the way, lovely. It's not a surprise that Shake ended up lovely. Um, but yeah, really cool to see where these guys come from because we forget that they didn't they didn't pop out of the womb and into the world NBA players. Like someone had to raise all of these people that are now big stars, and and it's really cool to see where they all came from, especially a guy like Shake who who had to work for everything that he's gotten. Adam, thank you for that on the voicemail line. Again, you can hit us anytime with any type of Sixers thought you want. 215-403-PODS, 215-403-7637. More in the mailbag with Shake Milton in a moment. But 
Lauren and I want to tell you about a really exciting announcement the 76ers made earlier on Monday, Martin Luther King Day, and that is the 76ers Buy Black program. Yes, love it. Sixers.com slash buy black. Local owned black businesses have an opportunity to apply, Lauren, for some awesome assistance funded by the 76ers as part of their $20 million investment towards championing racial equality, and it was awesome to see this program launch on Martin Luther King Day very appropriately, and just seeing how it's going to try and assist local-owned black businesses is really refreshing and exciting. Very important. Very good to see. And like you said, Sixers.com slash buy black. That is an opportunity for any business to apply to become an official partner of the team, which I think is really cool, really special. And and I hope that a lot of businesses are going to be able to be rightfully highlighted by this initiative. So if you're listening out there and you're a local black business owner, Sixers.com slash buy black. More information there about how you can apply for grants, assistance, And that is open through February the 2nd as part of the 76ers by Black program. Back to the Milton Monday mailbag we go. We'll return to our social mentions. Mott Liam on Instagram. What has impressed you the most about Shake Milton? He's holding his own on defense. Defense spelled Larn, D-E-F-E-N-C-E. So I'm wondering from where Mott Liam hails, perhaps from across the pond. Maybe. We have to look up where defense is spelled with a C. It's possible. <laughs> possible. And he says, aggressive offensively and some serious finishing skills. We talked about the aggressive offense and some serious finishing skills. And I think that when it comes to the defensive sideline, I mean, that's that's really where Shake has a great opportunity to continue to grow over the course of his career. And so far, the numbers are pretty good. He's sub-100 with his individual defensive rating. And I think that that's an area where his strength, his increased strength that we were discussing, is going to help him that much more as well. He's made big-time strides on the defensive end, and it's something that he and Doc Rivers both expressed were going to be a priority for Shake this year because he is so good offensively that Doc didn't want him to be a liability on defense. He wanted to be someone that he could trust on defense, and Shake wanted to be that person, and he's totally answered the call. I do think he's done a really good job defensively. He's definitely not a liability over there. And and we forget Shake Milton seven foot wingspan on a six five guy. So there there are opportunities for him to be a really good defender, especially when it comes to that length. Um, and it's been cool to see him express his desire to grow and then grow rather quickly on that end. No doubt about it. I think that is only going to make him that much more of a complete player once that continues to round out. Thank you very much, Mott Liam. You have one new message. Alex Penny underscore also on Instagram talking about Shake Milton's defense being on the rise. Alex, his comment also said he is a genuine baller. His advanced stats have him at top 40-ish. To the point about Shake being a genuine baller, I think going back to what you said, Lauren, with that like quiet confidence, this is like, I'm not messing around, Shake. I like this attitude from Shake. Um, I think... Uh, I'll say this. I think at one point, like, he, right, there was the soft-spokenness and, like, maybe a gentle side to shake. I think he's still soft-spoken, but I think the gentleness shed. I think this is a more kind of, like, mean has the wrong connotations, but uh, intense, like, I wish I could use some other words here that, that, that are coming to mind more easily. But hopefully everyone out there is, uh, is getting the, the picture I'm trying to paint here. It's just like, I'm not messing around, shake. Insert some other words. 
Well, it's a confident shake. I'm willing to go with confident. I think you can be gentle and confident at the same time. And your on-court persona and off-court persona do not have to match. So I would say this is a very confident shake Milton. It's it's the way that Doc wants him to be playing with his foot on the gas all the time. And it is cool to see him bring that drive, that determination, and that confidence to the court on a nightly basis. Because this is not a guy that's timid. This is not a guy that's trying to give up the ball when he has it. He knows what to do. He knows how to find his teammates when that's the right move, but he also knows how to take it into his own hands and, and get buckets. So props to Shake. Seriously, this has been this has been really awesome to watch. Maybe one of my favorite uh, plot lines during my time with the Sixers is seeing how well he has advanced in such a short amount of time. Something that Alex Penny also brought up, he alluded to some of the def- the advanced statistics, having Shake up pretty high. One advanced stat, at least from the last couple games that I love, his effective field goal percentage, which weights three-pointers made uh, more than two-pointers, is over 71%. I mean, his game has just been so well-rounded, especially as of late, Lauren, and I love the fact that Doc Rivers is doing nothing to try and dampen his confidence. If anything, he wants to empower Shake that much more. And his teammates are too. His teammates are totally gassing him up. Like they love watching Shake succeed. And and that's been something, obviously without fans in the building, it's it's been a bummer and it's been weird to watch basketball, but you can get a better view of the bench and the way that people interact with each other. And I do think every time that Shake scores, it's not that it's not that his teammates are surprised. It's that they almost can't believe what they're seeing. Like they 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 know that Shake can do it, but they're they continue to be um excited and Surprised is the wrong word because they all know that he can play the way that he does. But there's this genuine sense of excitement every time he gets a big bucket. And then after the game, you hear guys like Dwight Howard, Tobias Harris saying he needs to keep going. He needs to keep doing it. He's so huge for this team. And those are, of course, really respected veterans in this league that really believe in this guy. So it is cool to see the way that the group has rallied around him um, and continue to be so willing to celebrate his success, let's say. I don't know, Lauren, if this would necessarily, people smarter than I would have to make an official ruling on this, if this would necessarily qualify for an advanced stat, quote-unquote. It might be a more in-depth, multi-layered stat. But something else that jumps out is Shake's success. We talked about this earlier with driving and finishing. He is second behind Ben Simmons, and not by a lot, in drives taken per game. Ben's averaging 12.5 drives per game. Uh, Shake right around 11.5. But Shake, his points... He's, he's averaging 7.5 points on drives per game, and that is by about 2.5 points better than the next closest sixer, uh, which well, it's actually two of them, Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey. They average around 5 points off drives per game. So, I mean, that's just those are the numbers um, that reinforce what everyone's eyes are seeing, that this guy is getting to the hole, and he's not missing when he gets there. When you talked about his EFG with his, with his threes, the fact that he has both of those stats, the drives and the threes together, means that he's playing – really efficient basketball and and doing a really good job at at things that are difficult to do. He's it's really cool to see the way that he can sort of score from anywhere. And particularly in the areas that some guys in this league struggle in shake Milton does not struggle. Just to give that number of the number of, uh, well, the average number of drive points per game that uh, shake scores, give it some context. He's tied with Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell, Right behind James Harden, not too far behind uh, Jimmy Butler or Damian Lillard or Zach Levine, uh, about a point and a half behind Kawhi Leonard, the league leader in drive points per game, Luka Doncic at around 13 and a half, and Bradley Beal right after him at 12 and a half. So 
just putting into perspective where Shake is, I mean, some of those guys at the top are, are at a higher level, but again, mentioning a few of the names that Shake is clumped with right now, that tells you how much good the guy's doing. It's good company to keep. That's all I got to say. That's incredible. It's awesome. I'm not sure if there's much more that we need to say. Great company. We will wrap up this week's Milton Mailbag Monday with some rapid fire. You have one new message. Couple responses aren't I got on Twitter when I just threw out there. Shake Milton is blank. Fill it in. Keezy at UG Keezy says Lou Will 2.0, a walking bucket. Eh? I'm here for it. I think the Lou Will comparisons are interesting because we, we talk about sixth men that Doc Rivers has coached. But I would dare to say that that Shake's game might be even more versatile than Lou Will's. That might be a hot take. But I do think that that the comparison is a nice one, but I think Shake can be even better, especially at the at the rate that he's growing. I think UG Keezy, one thing that I look at is that if you go back, and it's amazing how long ago, it was like 15 years ago, and check out Lou Will's first two years with the 76ers, he had a very minor role. And then it was in year three when he started to break out, average double figures for the first time, and really start to emerge. Shake's timeline right now, this is year three. So I think that what we're seeing in the first month of the season perhaps could follow a similar arc and parallel in terms of the storyline. Year three, going to be a potential breakout for Shake Milton. I think on a national level, people around here saw what was brewing last year towards the end of the season. But I think across the league, people are really going to respect Shake um, once this season is said and done. Knock on wood, everyone stays healthy. Shake Milton is, Wawa Dan says, a certified bucket getter. When he shoots it, I think it's going in. I agree. Can confirm. Can confirm certified bucket getter. Shake Milton, a great story for the 76ers as we shut down this week's Mailbag Monday, a Milton Mailbag Monday. I have no problem dedicating a full mailbag to one player, Lauren, when said player warrants it. And I think that we can say that about Shake right now. Not at all. It was fun to do this for Tyrese. Yes. A week ago? Two weeks ago? A week ago. I can't remember. And it's fun to do it for Shake this week. And maybe next week we'll have a new breakout star or consistent star to discuss. So thanks for submitting all your questions, guys. We really appreciate it. Going back to what we talked about at the top of the pod, what am I rooting for for next week's Mailbag Monday? I'm working and hoping for what we would call a quote-unquote normal Mailbag Monday. I would be down for that. Let's get through the week, you know? I would be down <laughs> for that. Fingers crossed. Got a couple big games against the Boston Celtics and Detroit Pistons. And then in the middle of next week, in about 10 days at home against the Lakers. So the schedule's getting fun over the next couple days. Again, let's knock on wood, cross fingers. Hope that everything is good on the health and safety protocol front and these games get in. Lauren Rosen, thank you for this Mailbag Monday. Thanks for always doing this with me, Celts. It's fun. Before we sign off, coming up this week on the 76ers Podcast Network main feed tomorrow, it's going to be the latest episode of Coat Check with our guy Matt Murphy and Blue Coats General Manager Matt Lilly talking about all things coats. They had a draft recently, so Matt and Matt are going to do a deep dive into what lies ahead for the Blue Coats bubble. And then on Friday, we'll have our latest deep dive with Devon Givens, subject to be determined, depending the outcome of what happens this week. I'm Brian Seltzer saying so long. Thanks, as always, for chiming in on the mailbag. If you submitted and we read your prompt, be on the lookout. At Brian Seltzer on Twitter, we'll announce the winner in a couple days. See you.